What's up, travelers? I am Dungeon Master Morgan, and this is Mindplay Mondays, a D&D podcast where you can join the heroes of Oxus as they explore the world that floats in the skies. Well, that's what we normally do, but tonight we are jumping into another special Monster of the Week adventure with our very own Kylie as our Master of Games. Now, we hope that you enjoy this episode, but before we get started, I want to send a special shout out to our partners at Underground Oracle Publishing and our partners, Describe. UO Publishing is a husband and wife duo who create fantastic content for D&D 5e. Their creations are a boon for any dungeon master out there. Describe, spelled D-S-C-R-Y-B, offers over 7,000 scenes of places, monsters, and spell descriptions, and the list keeps on growing. So whether you're new to the DM hot seat or you're an experienced dungeon master like myself, Describe can help you prep amazing scenes and descriptions for every encounter you can imagine. And on a personal note, I've really grown to love the visuals that they offer. If you're looking to up your scenes at your table, head over to Describe.com and feel free to use our code MINDFLAYED at your next checkout. You will earn 10% off your first subscription payment. I'd also like to share that almost all of our music and sounds are provided by either Arcane Anthem or Tabletop Audio. Now, let's hand the reins over to Kylie and let's get these dice a rolling. Hello, listeners. Uh, thank you for joining us for part two of this um, Monster of the Week adventure. And um, I am going to have all of this wonderful cast introduce uh, themselves and the character that they're going to be playing for this one shot. I am Morgan with Mindflay Mondays podcast. You can find me anywhere on social media at Mindflay Mondays, except on Twitter. It's at Mindflay Mun. I am playing Arthur King. I'm a monstrous playbook, half human, half archfey. Uh, my name is Justin. You can find me on Twitter at Gigawatt Conduit. I'm going to be playing the role of TK, and I'm using a custom playbook called the Action Scientist. My name is Victor. Uh, you can find me on social media at Lumian, L-0-0-M-I-E-N. Uh, and for this Monster of the Week one-shot, I'll be playing Mark Calloway, a hard-boiled detective that got kicked off the Las Vegas police force. The playbook I'm playing is The Gumshoe. Uh, just a quick recap of what happened the last time. So our fellow um, monster hunters... Mark Calloway, our gumshoe, Arthur King, our monstrous, TK, our action scientist, and Doug Jones, our mundane, uh, all were returning back to uh, Reno from Burning Man, where they all somehow ended up behind a car crash um, right next to the small town of Gerlach, Nevada, uh, through some poking about uh, they found out that these, the car crash was caused by something unseen. 
some heavy duty snooping by TK, uh, Mark, and Doug. Uh, it get uh, it, it became apparent to Mark that staying on the road was going to be too dangerous, so all of them made their way at the recommendation of our mundane uh, to a place called Joe's Club, where they heard from the locals um, some juicy gossip that the town of Gerlach, all of the lights usually go out or turned off at night. And through some poking and prodding, we discovered that there is a family named the Costas who run a brew house in sort of a little inn um, right out, right, right at the edge of town um, and they don't do anything to anybody but when they got to this brew house an inn uh, TK again using some um, science with, the, with his goggles uh, discovers that not only was Daniel Costa um, a light with magic but so was Kelsey Costa and after some serious conversations about lights out at 10 and technology off at 10 uh, the party goes up the stairs tucks Doug in at uh, into his bed and uh they meet Daniel in the hallway, and he holds his, his finger up to his mouth, um, and then points down the hall to what looks like a small sitting room. Yeah. And that's where we will begin tonight's adventure. I'm so, gonna... yeah, I was going to say, I'd like to, um, we still have a few minutes before lights out, yeah? Yep. Okay. I would say that you are probably about five till ten right now. Okay. Um, I think I'm going to, uh, if they're going to have, and, and you know, tell me if uh, you think this is a bad idea, but while they have a little conversation inside and these cost, the costas are distracted, um, one of the things, one of the pieces of equipment that the gumshoe comes with or, or one of the options, one of the options that I chose is a remote controlled camera drone. Uh huh. And so I'd like to uh, excuse myself to go have a smoke outside and uh -huh. take this remote controlled camera drone uh, uh, out for a little spin and see if I can investigate. Yeah, please do. Okay. So while Daniel and, and TK and everyone is getting uh, situated in the sitting room, um, I'm going to grab my crumpled cigarette pack out of my pocket and uh, just just give a grunt uh, and sort of explanation uh, as I shake it, as I shake a smoke out and, and walk towards the front door. Yeah, Daniel... Um indicates down the stairs and um yeah he, he it, it looks like he's giving you permission that like that that's not a problem mm. i nod at him and uh and head out and once i'm outside i'll light up the smoke but then i'll walk around uh i was gonna say into sort of the shadows of 
you know, this building, but everything's shadows, right? There's not street lights or anything. Uh, correct. Yeah, so um, I'll just kind of take a couple of steps away from the main street, I guess, you know, and, and uh, see if I can find a spot where I can pull a, a little... I figure, you know, they make those little like, drones that are like the size of a playing card, basically, and that like kind yeah. of fold out. I yeah. just have one of those in my pocket, in the pocket of my trench coat, and I'll uh, pop it out, uh, uh, turn on my phone, and and uh, take it for a spin. And I guess I'm, I guess what I want to do is roll, investigate a mystery, right, and and see if I can, yeah. um, find, you know, uh, well, I'll see what I roll. <laughs> we'll start there. <laughs> yes, please do. Ooh, okay. So I got a four on the die. Okay. But one of the moves that I picked, as long as I adhere to my gumshoe code twice per mystery, I can re-roll a roll. Okay, do it. So I'm just going to do it. And that time I got a 10. Yeah. Awesome. So, so hold two. Investigate a mystery is also sharp, and I have plus two to sharp. So, is that still two? Yes. Great. Um, I guess the first thing I'll ask is what is being concealed here, and specifically, I guess I'm looking for. We, you know, we got the sense I think that there's something odd about the, um. Uh, I, I don't want to say forced, but highly suggested lights out, right? Yeah. And Costas, we know. Uh, we also, I think, got the sense that, you know, the Costas are, are these magic users, right? Powerful. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, some sort of powerful magic user. So what I'm looking for is why, right? What is the purpose? Um, why is everything need to be dark at after mm -hmm. 10 p.m.? Okay. So, so what is being concealed here? So, okay, I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. When you boot up your phone, mm -hmm. um, what time is it on the phone? Well, I think it's probably like nine fifty-five, right? <laughs> like, I okay. think I think okay. I think I've got like five minutes, maybe. Uh, okay, and I'm just gonna try and keep running the drone. Uh, okay. If everything just shuts down, then it, you know that'll that'll be an even that in this in and of itself would be an interesting piece of evidence, right? Yeah. Okay. So as you so, um, I think the rigmarole that you did of like showing the cigarettes to Daniel, I think you're at about nine fifty seven at okay. this point. Sure. Yeah. You boot up yeah. your phone. You put out your your little drone, and as it ascends above the house, um, the first thing you see is that you realize that um, there's some very interesting landscaping mm. around the house. And if you didn't know better, these would be uh, some sort of runes. Uh, maybe protection runes or it's like it's not a pentacle like mm. you know what a pentacle looks sure. like but like there's very clear intent and purpose with the 
rock landscaping around the house mm. that you only notice from the air. Okay. And then what is your second question? I guess my second question is what can it do? Okay. About this. So as you are flying your drone on your on your phone screen as the time ticks from 9:59 to 10 o'clock. Mm. Your your phone and your draw your drone just turn off, mm -hmm. and your drone falls out of the sky, and when that happens, where your drone fell, you see cloaked in shadow. A, a being an entity and it it the feeling you get is actually something that you haven't felt in a long while hmm. something uh, scratches at the back of your head of your mind a childhood memory, maybe? Interesting. And when that happens, your um, this entity, whatever it is, um, appears to pick up your drone and just crushes it without any problem. And then when you blink, it's gone. Interesting. Hmm. So I will say, I think right off the bat, when I first see this entity or this creature, or whatever, um, I probably went to pull my, I probably went to pull out my revolver, mm -hmm. and when I had the revolver out and went to take aim, I blinked and and the thing was just gone. So, I'll slowly relax my stance put the revolver back in the shoulder holster I keep under my uh, suit jacket take another big drag off my cigarette and throw it on the ground and stamp it out as I walk back inside mm -hmm. and so while that's happening uh, we'll cut back to inside the sitting room with Arthur, TK and Daniel So is this happening like just as it was going to 10 p.m. or is like right after 10 p.m.? So um, this is happening as soon as 10 p.m. happens, but you don't see any of this because you're inside the building right, right, right. Okay. with, with um, um, Arthur and Daniel. This is so then... five minutes. We'd be going back five minutes back, so our conversation would have started when he was going downstairs. So then, Correct. could we say that? Um, when 10 p.m. hits, like, just as a reflex, um, my glasses just sort of, like, shudder a little bit or something. Actually, 
question for TK mm -hmm. is all of your material run on electricity? Um, that's a good question, actually. One second. I mean, it could run on some type of magical source because it's it detects supernatural stuff. Yeah, the, the, I mean, that's why I'm asking. The lightning gun and the knife like run on batteries, so I would say that yes, absolutely. Um, okay. The glasses are a little bit trickier. I'll say that they run partially on electricity. That way we can like nerf them a little bit and so that they sort yeah. of like run slower during this time because of the yeah. runes or whatever. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so... um. <laughs> Yeah, so is is there any conversation that that TK or Arthur wants to have with Daniel in that five minute interval? Yes. No. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Well I know uh, okay. and go ahead, I'll let you ask first. Yeah, so for I'm gonna ask this just as nicely as possible, but what exactly are you if you know about magic and fey in the arcane daniel chuckles and goes man it's the 21st century like i figured out magic like anybody else figures out magic the internet seriously yeah, well and my abuela you know she's a she's a mighty Strong woman is all I want to say. Okay. What do you, what do you know about Faye? You, you were very oddly specific earlier when I was speaking to your wife. You seem to know about Faye magic. <laughs> he he leans back in his chair and and sort of laughs a little, and he's like, "My guy." You have weird color eyes and pointy ears. Of course you're a fae. Oh, have you not I'm been not... disguised this entire time? Well, it's only slightly pointed ears. Like, most people just assume I'm uh, a very distinct-looking person. Only those who really understand this stuff might know. You may not have realized it, because it's not super pointy. No, but, I mean, Daniel... Yeah, like, I was Arthur, saying for him. you get the sense that... You get the sense that Daniel is in it is not a novice. That mm -hmm. this man is, if if you didn't, this is the kind of man that you very rarely give pause to, um, to the people around you. The amount of magic that surrounds this man is giving you pause. I mean, you're clearly not a novice. You know what you're doing. So, please, let's not play dumb anymore about what's going on in this town. What What is happening? Is it you, or is there something else here that you're trying to be protected from? Um, I want you... I know that you have that fancy role, but I want you to actually roll to manipulate someone. Okay. So, to... to... Roll plus charm. Let's see here. 
Well, it says whenever I manipulate somebody, I roll my uh, weird instead of charm because I have uh, a natural appeal. I then you can do that, but I'm going to give you a negative one to, for because hit your your magical charm is not working on him. I can I can do the regular charm. Yeah, then that's fine too. I'm I'm just trying to like it's. Like your your supernatural appeal is is sort of negated on this on this man. So I have a plus zero for charm, but I rolled a seven. Okay, so they'll do it, but only if you do something th- for them right now to show that you mean whatever you're saying. Mean like what? That we're that I just want to know. Yeah. I as you can see, I'm. I'm asking you. I'm not trying to manipulate you with my abilities. Clearly that wouldn't work on you. But we are generally curious. Should we be worried about staying here? Or is there something else out there? What can I do to prove that to you? He folds his arms and looks at you and goes, You don't need to prove anything. Yes. I mean, very obviously, my wife and I are here to be away. Away because we are protecting someone from something very bad. And we're not just protecting someone, but we're trying to protect whatever community we live in. And so that is why we ask everybody to turn the lights off, turn off turn down electronics and yes in some cases we use magic to encourage this we use the media and the internet to help bolster this idea that the dark skies it also includes all the things that we need there's no harm in it I'm just gonna I'm no Mark. Mark is actually a detective, the one that went out for smoke. But I'm just going to Lynn. Are you protecting the young girl from something? And if so, what is it? How can we help you show that they're and why are they hunting her? If it so is her. I'm gonna I'm gonna put a pause right there. Mm-hmm. Um Mark. Yeah, because I feel like that's a that's the convert that yeah. that's about five minutes. Yeah, sure. What do you do when after after this interaction that you've had? Um. Yeah, I think I would. Well, I think I'd walk back inside and uh, I'd want to bring this information, uh, you know, to to the the other members of my party. Um. I wonder. I think I'd probably ask Arthur, you know, given the opportunity, uh, uh, I'd probably want to ask Arthur about the, about the runes that I saw. Do, can, can I retcon that I like got a screenshot of it on, you know, on my cell phone or I guess it doesn't work. The cell phone's off now anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Oh no. If only there was a piece of paper and a pen that you could use to draw what you saw. (laughs) Yeah. I, I mean, I could, I suppose I could try and do it from memory. Yeah, so I think that, okay, this is what happens. You come inside, and are you are you rattled at all by seeing this, like, shadow creature? Or is this sort of a, 
just another weird thing that you chalked up to I think it's I think it's uh probably if I'm drawing my revolver it's because I'm concerned for my well-being right like uh uh, so at that point you know that was a fight or flight a fight or flight reaction that I just had so yeah I would say I'm shook so as you ascend the stairs clearly concerned Mm. um when Arthur asks Daniel that question he looks at you and goes pod Damn it. You ask for one thing. He's like, how many did you see? Just the one. And let's hope that it's just the one. He looks at uh, Arthur and TK and goes, we're protecting the girl because the girl, my wife and I adopted her. From a pretty terrible situation in Ireland. And right now we're trying to figure out the best way to, to protect her. We can't do it alone. We're doing our best. Well, Damn it. I'm willing to offer the help you have I can. I'm pretty good with a sword. And you, at this point, this is the first time you guys ever seen it. I pull my, my cane up. And I pull a sword out, um, out of the cane, as well as with magic myself. But I would ask for a favor in return when this is over. Yeah. Nothing too fancy. So he he looks over that and he's like, that that doesn't do anything. No. It's shadow. It's shadow. <clears throat> but this might, and I will use uh, use magic to attempt to charm it. Uh, that would be, I rolled a five, six, seven, plus uh, three from weird, so eight, nine, ten. Charm what? Enchant the weapon. Oh, okay. So it's okay, magical. Okay. Now it will. And you see the weapon glow purple, just like my eyes. Okay. What exactly is this? He he sits down and puts his puts his hands on his knees and and sort of looks down and goes, "We don't we don't know what it is." Mal Mal was in a terrible situation. We took her from there. And ever since then, after a certain time, electricity and lights all just shatter or turn off or break, and then people die. That's why we came out here, to the middle of fucking nowhere, because everybody already goes to bed at like nine o'clock once the once the sun goes down and it's in in electricity shoddy anyway so everybody kind of powers down for the night that's all we know that's all we know do these things get power from light do you shut it down yourselves or do you just 
Use this as a cover for why the power goes out. So we use a power. That's well. Look, this is what we know. If there's lights, or if there's electricity, after ten, anything electrical is is you cannot use it until the next day. And any lights that are on, it shatters those lights. And then what follows are shadow creatures that can't be killed. And all they do is is torture and torment those around us. So you're and telling worse, me what I just did outside is probably one of those shadow creatures here now. Yeah. Lucky that it's only one. Hmm. And he he sort of stands up he stands up and takes a deep breath and goes I'm not mad at any of you. You didn't know and that was our problem. That's our problem. I would like all of you to stay right here for a moment. I'm going to go check on Mal. Just stay right here, please. How about you take Mark with you at least so that we have somebody to have your back if you need help. I mean, walking in here by yourself could lead to problems for you. Yeah. Um, he nods and he like uh, gestures his head for Mark to follow him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm happy to. I'll, I'll walk with him. So, you don't have to walk very far. It's just a little bit down the hallway. Mm. And you see um, that there are more of this uh, fluorescent paint of vines and runes all around. And he, he looks at the, the around the door he checks to see if there's any anything broken or smudged and he goes okay so everything's everything's fine she she doesn't have anything you said you only saw one only one what's the okay. rune around the building it keeps her away her the one who commands them hmm I feel like we need to talk to my wife. And well, he uh, turns around and goes back to the sitting room with you following him. Hmm. And he says, uh, give me one sec. I'm going to go get, get uh, Kels. Sure. And uh, the three of you are standing in this, in the, this <laughs> sort of sitting room. Well, Daniel, literally just like, it's like two doors, and it, he goes in um, to get, pr presumably, Kelsey. I'm just going to go on a limb here. You, TK, look like somebody who works for an organization that deals with this, yes? To a point, yeah. But this okay. doesn't sound familiar. What? Actually, back up. Does this sound familiar to me at all? I was say, well, yeah, just hear me out. Between the three of us, can we figure out what this might be, these shadow creatures? 
Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um. Um. TK, why do you have any in your any moves that are like specific to your um to your character? Let me sorry, I'm going to look at it real quick. Sorry. They're good. Um I feel like I saw something that you had. Well, saying the two skills <laughs> that I took were oblivious to danger and engineering. Okay. Right, so, so maybe not then. So, well, can I do an investigate a mystery? Like, with the knowledge I know from being part of the supernatural world, might I know yes. an idea what this is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Uh,. It's four, six. It's six plus two, eight. Thank God. I keep rolling. I stick with sharp and weird whenever I can. I rolled a six, so I'm not going to be any help. Okay. Yeah. Uh, With a six uh, for investigating mystery. An eight total. Okay. Right. So you get to hold one, Mm -hmm. but with investigating mystery for TK, um, that was a failure. Yeah. Go ahead and mark. Experience. Um, I mean, we will deal with that. I'm going to make a, take a soft move there. Um, but go ahead and uh, ask your one question. What there, sort of creature is the shadow thing? Yeah. So, based off of the the runes that, um. Mark has described and the creature he saw plus the magic that TK has sort of described from all the things you are getting the sense that this is a shade specifically and you know they're like a dark ghostly minion type thing. Yeah, and normal weapons wouldn't hurt them, but maybe my magic blade might. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And I will tell you, I believe what we're dealing with is a shade. I know what they are, but I'm, I don't know enough about them. I don't know if either of you know anything about shades, but I... That's about what I know. I just know that they're a shadow creature. And as our host pointed out, most normal weapons won't have an effect on them. I think uh, is something that I know about shades that they're con- controlled, like, and that we, you know, what we really need to do is not try and fight the shades individually, but, but sort of cut off the head of the snake. You that you get that sense, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, Arthur. I think uh, I think the shades aren't necessarily even the problem here. It's it's who's controlling them. That's we're gonna need to find them and neutralize them before before the shades will stop coming. That person could be anywhere, though, right? 
or would they have to be close by? So what makes you believe something's controlling them? So as you ask that question and as TK made that comment, um, Kelsey places her hand gently on, on TK's shoulder and goes, Only the shades are able to get to the edge of the property because you're right. They are a nuisance and they are a harbinger of her. She is a cruel, cruel, well, She's no longer with us, but she was a cruel woman who abused children, and I don't want to get into it, but when we found Mallory, well, we did what we needed to do. And unfortunately, we couldn't save anybody else. When you say you did what you needed to do, curious, what does that entail? She looks at you, and her eyes flash green. And I... No judgment being passed here. No, no, I know. I'm just, I'm trying to figure out a way. If you would go ahead and investigate a mystery on this, there's a specific question that you can ask to, to sort of suss out Kelsey. Ooh, that was a really good one. I rolled a 10 and it's sharp. So again, it's two. So it's 12. Okay. okay so nice. hold two. All right. Let's see here. Uh, now, what I'm just saying, like, would it be like the what happened here for, and in the in the sense of what happened? In yeah, the, yeah, you know what I'm saying, like what happened in that situation, not like here right the second, but yep, in her story, you can add, so that and then um, what is being concealed? Yeah, you can you can be what's so what's being concealed here is that she is. She is Faye as well, but from a, I don't even know, like, you're half Faye. Mm -hmm. She is more than that. Okay. You haven't seen the kind of in her in a very very long time. Is it similar to like what my mother had used? Yes. Or maybe even more so. And so her eyes flash green. Mine flashed purple, almost as a reaction to hers. Yeah, and she looks she looks at you and goes, What happens when someone breaks a fae promise? And she, her, her mouth turns up into 
not quite a smile and you see the sharpness of something that could not possibly be human. I, I, she... Bad things happen. Yes. And then she takes a moment and collects herself and goes, but I misread this woman. And because I did, we're here hiding. And my dear Daniel here has helped bolster my magic with his to protect this beautiful child. And well, hopefully protect the rest of the world as well. But that's neither here nor there. Well, is speaking of promises, um, I have a question before I put forth what I was telling your husband earlier. Do you know a fey woman by the name of Leora? As he lists off his mother's name. A churlish grin comes across her face and goes, My dear, we can talk family lineages later. Well, but... With that said, I told your husband, I, I cannot speak for my friends, but I'm willing to offer my help in exchange for a favor. And the favor would be related to what you know about my mother and where she might be now. She nods slightly and holds out her hand in this, like, just more graceful than a ballet dancer, but faster than you could ever imagine. All right. And she takes your hand. Well, what I'll say it, as, yeah, as, we, as, she, as she puts her hand out, I will extend my hand and I will say, I promise to you that I will do my best in helping you save this young girl. And I will help you if the things that you have promised come to pass. And uh, she suddenly, on a dime, turns to you, Mark, and, and goes, you. Mm. Yes, ma'am. What is your family name? Why? It's... Do not lie to me. Mm. I will know. Who's Telemark? Well, it was McAllen when my parents originally immigrated, but they changed it to Callaway soon after living in New York. Uh, lineage from those parts wasn't well respected. You are right. But Callaway is not a name that was plucked out of the ether. No. No, it wasn't. You know the pain and the hurt as well. 
she turns to she suddenly turns to Daniel and goes, These these are the ones we've been waiting for. And Daniel looks over at UTK and goes, Yeah, I do. I do think so. All right, friends, let's try to kill us a ghost. Oh, okay, a ghost. Do you say that out loud, TK? Yes, because I've never, I've never encountered. I will say that I personally have never encountered a ghost before. Okay, so um, when you say that, uh, Daniel chuckles a little bit and goes, "There, there. We will make sure that this ghost does not hurt anyone anymore." That's very. She has just been particularly. Trixie. That is a uh, very nice of you, handsome man. But um, my gadgets require electricity, which we cannot use. So I am at a disadvantage compared to the rest of you. Well, question. Would I be able to use, try to use magic to empower all their weapons? Through like magical means to make them active. Um. Yeah. Uh. Why don't you? Um. Yes. Go ahead and use magic. All right. Let's see. If this helps you guys. <laughs> All right. Let's hope it rolls good. Better be a good use magic. <laughs> All right. So I rolled four, five, six, but I have plus three for weird. So seven, eight, nine. So it works. But there is a glitch, and you get to decide what that glitch is. Hmm. Huh. Is there a selection of glitches or just a glitch? There's a selection of glitches that she can pick for. This is here. Oh, no, this is I choose my side, I choose the effect and the glitch. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and then, then go ahead and yes. Um, I I will take make I'll take I'll take it'll actually hurt me a little bit um, because I want it to work without any major issues so because I know it normally if it was just like one weapon it'd be fine but since I'm trying to do multiple things to make like their his marks gun effective and your tools effective I know it's going to cost more and I have to like pay it in blood so I will take yep. I'll take a harm and to make that spell work. And the effect would be to enchant their weapons. Okay. Sounds good. So you get... Uh, so Mark and TK, you can mark down that your weapons have plus one harm and it does plus magic. Okay. So... Um... As this is happening, oh, uh, oh yes. I have, a... yeah, I have a question. You said it's, um, mm -hmm. you said plus one use magic. Yep, though that's what um you get to add on to your um weapons. Okay, so tag. for me, Whoa. like I've got a plus one on weird, so I, that'd be a plus two, then. 
Correct. Okay, just wanted to double check. Thank you. Yep, yep. Okay, so as Arthur is enchanting everybody's weapons, uh, Kelsey gets a far off look in her eyes and takes a breath and goes, We have company. And sort of like she walks down the stairs, but it's it almost is like she's floating, like just barely touching the the, the steps down and walks to the um walks out the door, like sort of like using magic to open the door, steps out onto the porch. Do you uh, all follow her? Yes, and while we're doing yeah. that, I'm gonna ask Daniel. Where is a good place to fight? Because we shouldn't try to get anyone else hurt, wake them up. Because then that would just draw more electricity and probably more attention. Yeah. Um, he he uh, puts his hand on your shoulder and says, we're far enough out of off the beaten path that very little attention will be had of us. I do appreciate your concern, though. You're so handsome. Um, wait, aren't there like multiple people in this inn? Just no beyond us. Just us. Okay. Nope. Just um, perhaps. Well, your wife already went downstairs. Perhaps you want to stay here to protect your daughter in case the the front line doesn't hold up. She is well protected, but I do see a that you are all well armed i will protect the second floor and i turn as he said as he says i turn to both you go you're welcome for that (laughs) yeah so he he posts up at the top of the stairs um where do you position yourselves I'm not. I'm no expert at combat. Mark, do you have any suggestions? Or TK, you work for an agency. One of you might know better than me. I think our best bet is to take cover at least. Is there like a big reception desk or front desk that I can uh, kind of hunker down behind? Yeah, if you if you'd like. Okay. Yeah. Um. Can we rewind time a bit and be like, hey, so how fast is this thing since you've encountered at least one of them before? This is to Daniel. (laughs) Sorry, give me one second. Yep. (laughs) Um, He looks at you and is like, they walk in the shadow. So they jump from shadow to shadow. Um, so in the blink of an eye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So one by the door, or no, um, one at the desk, one by the stairs, possibly, maybe even one by the door, in case it come. Does that make yeah. sense? So Kelsey it has is out on the steps of the porch. Okay. And um 
so where is everybody situated and located right now? I will post up by the steps to the, to the um, second floor. Um, I want to, I guess if she's, if she's like at the front door or is she like outside the front door, like on the stairs down, you know, like, is she in this room or is she outside? She, she is fully outside. She is on the steps. Okay. Um, so if, so Mark, <clears throat> using your knowledge of like from, from your little aerial view. Mm-hmm. The runes uh, start basically at the edge of the walkway. So it's like mm. okay. you, you all you parked in a parking lot, you walk a little bit, and then there's a walkway. And basically from that walkway in a geometric shape mm. around the house are the runes. Mm-hmm. And so she is at the steps um, at, that meet that walkway that will go up to the porch that go into the house. Maybe this will help, Mark. Yeah. Uh, what I'm doing might give you a better idea what you want to do. I was just because I made a promise that I would do everything to help her protect this child. You see, surprisingly, I step out right next to her, which, you know, for me, I usually I mean, I still help in combat, but I usually hide back and, you know, wait for an opportunity but this time you see me step out there uh with the blade drawn from the cane right next to her with the glowing sword i promised and i stand ready yeah i'll be i'll be right at the doorway then so i can so i can take shots you know outside but but i'm still can hide my body kind of behind this door yeah so um she looks to you, Arthur, and nods and and puts out her arms in sort of a um if you didn't know any better, it looks like someone like ready to give someone a hug. Mm-hmm. Um, but her palms are out and says The runes have not been broken. You cannot come. But if you must put on a show of an intimidation, put on a show. And she sort of um, waves her hands. And when she does that, it looks like some things that have been obscured um, come to light. And so more of these shadow creatures, um, probably about three or four, appear where you had only seen one at the time. Mm-hmm. When I said I would do everything I'd help you, I didn't expect you to ask for more threats. There was one. <sighs> well, she she lazily uh, t- tilts her head over to you and goes, "Ah, uh, was there, or was there only one that you allowed yourself to see?" Well, it, and she, it's uh, Mark's fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. It's very, right, very right. well, maybe. I don't realize you're right there behind me at the door. Like I, you hear me say, "It's Mark's <laughs> fault," you know. Like, so she um, she looks at you and goes, "These are fairly easy to dispel," and she um, 
takes he she um you didn't realize it but right next to her feet is actually that um witch light that she had car- that she carried mm-hmm. down with her um when she greeted all of you and she walks down off the porch and just like guides glides her her um witch light not quite through them but pretty close to the edge mm. um that the shadows sort of ripple and uh almost not quite but almost be might look like they're a little bit more solid mm. um but that was that was a quick sort of situation um all right, friends. We are doing a little bit of combat. Mm-hmm. So why don't we all do some roles? What would y'all like to do? Um, I think I'm going to oh. take a shot at uh, at one of these things. Uh, so I guess that's kick ass, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Kick some ass. Arthur's right. going to be using his, his natural attack, magical force. To also okay. kick some ass. Okay. MTK. Um I'll join in and kick some ass. Okay. So we have three kick some ass rolls. Uh why don't we do the uh Mark, Arthur, TK. Yep. Okay. okay. Um I got a seven on the die and my tough is plus one. So I got eight. All right. Okay. Um, so, let's see, when you do that, um, this is how I'm going to roll this. Oh, this is so good. Sorry. I, I, I made some connections in my head. When you, uh, which one, there's three of them. Which one do you, um, uh direct your uh, uh shot the at. one farthest to the left i'll say okay so you you aim and it hits true and how much harm does your your gun do um it does two harm close plus plus mine you have a plus one to, you have a plus one to that harm and it's considered magical mhm yeah so three harm so so you, it hits, and it hits solidly. And actually, when it hits, it looks surprised. Or like, it, when I say looks surprised, it doesn't have a face. Mm. But the the disposition of it seems surprised that it can actually, that it actually got hit mm. and that it's dissipating. And it is fully dissipating. But as that happens, you yourself feel like the wind has been knocked out of you. Oh no! Like you're, you're you you take you take one harm, and it's like nothing. It, it's like have you ever f- climbed to the very top of a of a like a jungle gym or something, and then slipped and then fell hard on mm, your back? I sure have. Yeah. It's like that feeling. Mm-hmm. 
And when you get that, when you get hit with that, memories not quite come back, come to the Mm. forefront, but you know when Kelsey had caught you with her, her stare and said, asked you about your name, Mm. you are getting closer to why she thinks or why, why you are meant to be here. Interesting. So, so there's that. Um, uh, Arthur. All right. Roll some. Roll. All right. Let's see if I hit it. And this is kick ass, which is mm-hmm. that's my tough. Well, and I'm just asking because I'm I'm curious if it makes a difference because it's you know you add your, your tough to it, but since my base is magic force, that's like my uh, natural attacks. Do I use that for that, or do I use um, weird for that? I'm just I I, I was um, sure. I don't it's, know. It's it's whatever you use. So if you're using if you're using the magic force roll, then it's that one, and then you use weird. Okay, then yeah, that's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm throwing a uh, like a magic bolt at them, a magic missile, one might say. All right, five, six, seven, eight. Uh, 1911. 11. Awesome. Dude. So you get an extra effect. All right. So for my kick ass, the extra effect. So it would do, I think I do two harm normally because I have extra damage and magic force is mm-hmm. one harm. So it's two harm is what I do to it. Uh, mm-hmm. And the extra would be I suffer no Oh, no, it's on a 12 plus. Never mind. Mm-hmm. Sorry. No, you're okay. Uh, I would say I will suffer one less harm. No, because I wouldn't know that it's going to do harm. It'll inflict another one. It'll do three points. Okay. Because I have no idea that it would hurt. Just because uh, he got hurt doesn't mean I know that. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so question. With mm-hmm. your little magic missile guy does, is it emanating light? Is it like a lightning bolt? Is like what? Does I would it look say like? I would say it'd be like a a purple glowing orb. So it would be it would li- it would light up. Okay. Is it like in terms of the purple? Like okay, this is uh, this, these these are leading questions, I guess. <laughs> uh, You're leading the witness, Your Honor. What is uh? It, with this purple, is it like a dark purple? Is it a light purple? Like, is it electric purple? Like, what? It is. Just... I have to figure something out here, and mm, so that's right, why I'm asking. Right. So, for our reference, it, I would say it'd be like a bright purple. If you saw the picture I sent earlier, mm-hmm. um, let me see. I think that color purple yeah. is what you would see from from his. Okay. From the same thing. Yeah. 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 Okay. So that would okay, be, yeah. that is helpful to me. So you see, so you shoot off this this missile, mm-hmm. and um, again, um, just uh like marks, except when yours, or which which one are you targeting? 
Um, I would say the one that's closest to myself and and her, like whatever would if that's in the yeah. middle or on the on the right or wherever. Yeah. So I think that um, based off of the positioning, you've angled yourself to hit the right one, and actually, at, when it hit hits, it goes through, dissipates, and sits in the middle one, lighting it up. Huh. Interesting. Sorry, I had a cough. D I didn't mean to make a pregnant pause. Uh, no, no. no. Um, Did I take any damage from that? Um, just one second. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, when you do that, um, as it dissipates, um, some of the uh smoke for lack of a better term comes and sort of surrounds you and tries to do something to you but because you're magic it it doesn't seem to be connecting with whatever it's trying to do so you don't take any harm this time but it is interesting though that your light is now this missile is now chilling in this middle guy, um, illuminating it, and it clearly looks panicked. Um, TK, what are you going to do, my friend? Well, I'm going to unfurl my lightning gun, and um, what does it look like? I don't know. Imagine like a freaking nerf blaster or something, I guess. And um, I'm just gonna fire it at whichever shadow creature I see first. I rolled an eight, but my tough is minus or wait, hold on, rephrase that. I rolled a nine, but my um tough is minus one. So that's an eight. Oh an eight. Okay. So So when you how what's what's the uh the damage on this? It is uh, on this weapon. It would be three harm, and is this where I would add the plus one magic? Uh, yeah, it's plus uh, well, one harm and magic. Yeah, plus one harm and magic. So so it's three. So um yeah, you dis like disintegrate this, um, but. Your weapon, I think you're still getting used to this weapon um, not, because it's not being run off of electricity. It's being run off of uh, magic. Mm -hmm. um, and you uh, shift your body weight just wrong and you uh, zap yourself uh, for one point of damage. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> and so all three of these shades... Um, have been dissipated. And Kelsey turns to you and, all, and smiles and, and takes a deep breath and goes, okay, I think we are okay for now. And then a look of horror dawns on her face as she looks up mm. 
My eyes follow. So, Arthur, you see as you follow her gaze that above the house, probably 30 feet, 40 feet above the house, floats a dark corporeal body that has this dark like it's like dark red hair um it's like i don't even it's it's not it's like embers in a fire and her body is clothed in in the, the this tattered in tattered clothing and the look of just pure horror on Kelsey's face indicates to you that whoever this is is the thing that they have been trying to protect Mallory with. Right. Um, I'd like to try to read a bad situation here. Yeah, go ahead. Um, that will be six, so that's a failure. Can I yeah, help so... out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, let me see. Mm. Let's see. Let's read a bad situation. So you <laughs> would just sharp. roll... So I got seven. I got seven. Okay. To help out. Well... Okay, so well, if you're helping out, you would roll roll plus cool, because that's an actual, that's an actual. Um, or are you just reading the bad situation? Yeah, no, that's my bad. I was intending to actually help out, uh, and I do have oh. zero cool, uh, so I also failed the help out action. Okay, that's fine. Okay. That's fine. So both of you mark experience. All right. Um. You see this, and then in a breath, this this being has positioned itself where the three shades were that you had just sort of dissipated. Hmm. <coughs> Hello. Um, there's no way we could just Sorry. talk this out and you cross over, right? There's... No. It, um, <laughs> it looks at you. Can I see? Can I see her now? But yes, you can. You can okay, see now her I'm too. going to read a bad situation. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> you gotta be kidding me! I rolled a six. Also- I rolled a four, and then plus two is a six. Okay, so go ahead and mark. Yeah, a, mark a failure. God. That's okay. So. We're all like, all oh. <laughs> this is the yeah, move that I'm going to make. We can't read this situation at all. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's fine. So I'm like talking to you. Is there any way we can just work this out and you cross over? And she, this, uh, Kelsey is, is struck with horror and takes two steps back. But in that, this entity it doesn't speak 
in the way that you would expect it to. But it's like a cold wind that breathes through each of you. And Mark in particular, you feel a connection. And as she's making this like horrific like breathing sound of just pure fright and sadness and and frozen just all the things like the think of like have you ever gone camping in the, like the late fall or winter like did did you have to get like go boy scouts or something and it's like i don't want to be here it is cold and snowing <laughs> I I know that feeling of like it it is just too cold and you didn't bring enough blankets and you can't sleep because it's, the chill is just bone deep, right? Yep. So it's that feeling. And she breathes out and goes, "Cap." What do you Cap. want? And she and the entity reaches its arm out and you cannot help but take two steps towards her mm. and tk and arthur you are uh, the hard move i'm making for your failing to read this bad situation is that you are you are stuck like this entity whatever it is truly is the thing of childhood nightmares and you don't even see that mark has taken two steps and it has reached its arm out and mark i want you to act under pressure please okay that's also cool let's see mm -hmm. um Real quick, what did what did she whisper? Because I could it cut out for me. Oh, sorry. Um, she she whispered, uh, Callaway, which is Mark's last name, mm. and then she said, "Come to me." Ah, perfect. Thank you. Yep. All right, my act under pressure roll was a nine. A nine. Yes. Awesome. Oh, oh, I love this game okay <laughs> so i am going to give you a price to pay mm -hmm. you can either give in to what she's compelling you to do or you can do something dramatic and if you have like a pocket knife or something to like give yourself some sort of injury um that in that involves letting out blood you can prevent yourself from reaching out to this entity okay so my choices are either give in to what this entity has instructed me to do or Mm -hmm. somehow 
uh, like take like damage, inflict self harm to to uh, uh, break the break the grip of this of this thing. Correct. Hmm. Okay. Um. I think I'm going to do it. I think so. So I think I am reaching out. Uh, something I'll point out to the 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 gumshoe code thing. Um, uh huh. It says I may not be possessed or charmed by any sort of supernatural alien or divine yeah. entity. Oh. And wait, it's okay. As I'm like uh, reaching out towards this thing, um, I think I intend to shoot myself like in the foot or like shoot a toe okay. off or something. Why can't you just cut yourself? Well, I don't have a knife in my hand, right? I've got a gun in uh, my hand. Yeah, you're yeah. Shoot my toe off. I, I don't. I don't know that I have the mental wherewithal to. Oh, I'll calmly put my revolver away and pull out the pocket. Yeah, knife it's like, no, excuse me. <laughs> Let me bring up the inventory screen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my muscles are convulsing and I'm just doing my best, uh, you know, and, and maybe it just goes off. So I'll, Mm -hmm. I'll leave you to decide, do I actually injure myself or does the, does the gumshoe code protect me in this, in this moment? The gumshoe code does protect you in this. So with that being said, you have your gun. What are you doing? So I've snapped out of it at this point. I think mm-hmm. I think I shoot. So I shoot her in so the face. I shoot a, <laughs> I shoot around into the into the ground. Do I recognize this entity? Like, are there facial features that I can make out uh, in any I way? Think, just so you know, I think you can shoot it if you wanted to. You don't have to like. You're not stuck in that position. Uh-huh. She's saying. Uh huh. Sure. Yeah. Sure. So. There's no discernible facial structures, but the color hair of this being, again, gives you, it's, it's like a flash, and you're not quite sure where you know it from, but it is, again, just there at the back of your memory. And it's not good, whatever it is. Okay. So, um, after I shoot around into the ground next to my foot and I snap out of it, I'm going to point the gun at this entity in front of me. And I'm going to pull the trigger and try and kick okay. some ass go ahead do it okay ick that ass okay so i got a five on the dice oh buddy but but okay i still have a second re-roll as long as i you haven't do. broken my code do you, you have do. do you have tough do you have any tough though i have one tough so, so it still would be a, a fail yeah so I'm gonna re-roll. Oh, it was worse. 
it was still, it was worse. Okay, that's, a fail. that's okay. It's a fail. Oh my, that's okay. Experience. That's okay. I have a question. Yeah. Related to all this, um, yep. When you said that the two of us were sort of like frozen during all this, does that mean mm-hmm. that we were like, is this a fear-based move or power? Uh, well, so it was a move that I made because you failed, mm-hmm. um, your role. I get I as the as the keeper get to make a hard move. Okay. Well, this wasn't like a fear based ability or anything like that. It may not be fear that has us in place. It may just be shock because we don't know what the hell's going on. Hmm. Yep. I would say it's more like shock. Okay. Dang it. All right. Okay. So this is this is the hard move that I'm gonna take on your failed roll. (laughs) Mark, you go to shoot and you me you are meaning to kill this entity and as you like it's very clear that you have positioned yourself that you're going to shoot it like basically in the face right all of a sudden you get a hit from the side because Kelsey has full on like tackled you to the ground and she is screaming at you uh, something incoherent. Mm. And as she does that, the your finger uh pulls down on the, the, the trigger. Do not shoot her. And you clip God. you clip the side of this being. And when you do that, you hear a blood-curdling scream of a child up in her room. Oh, no. You take a harm from being tackled into the the rocks and the ground. Um, The entity disappears. And what you feel is Kelsey's knee in your chest going, you stupid man. And that is where we're going to end this evening's adventure. Wait, what? Oh, hell yeah. What the hell did you oh. do? Mark? I don't know. Hey, travelers, I am Morgan, your master of games, and I just want to say thank you for listening to our adventure. We really hope you enjoyed this episode and will return for more. Join us every other week on our new schedule to see what happens next. If you love the stories we are creating, please give us a follow and likes wherever you listen to us online to help other wandering adventurers find us as well. Or you can just share our link with your fellow dice throwing friends. Remember, whether it's at the table or in life, never stop rolling. Thanks again, and I hope you all have a great night.